0: Hello, Cutie Pie. One of us is in deep trouble.
1: (laughs) Sven, do you want to talk to Mr. Richards?
2: Well... I got to score some steroids. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. Say their names with reverence. They punished boredom and served the podcast with pride. <laughs> so for this episode, we're going to grab a Cadre Cola. Yep. Crack one. Yep. And stoke up a doke. <laughs> uh... Turn turn on your free V and uh, <laughs> hop onto the treadmill to bucks. <laughs> ah. Because this time we are taking up a listener request. Longtime listener Malk, uh, man legend Malk, as he goes on Twitter, has asked us to cover The Running Man by Stephen King, written as Richard Bachman. Um, 1985? 1982. 1982, I knew that. Which was turned into a 1987. Well, there was a Running Man movie <laughs> released in 1987, yeah. ostensibly adapted from the book, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. And uh, let's see, Maria Conchita Alonso. Maria Conchita Alonso. Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson, Yaffe yes. Cotto. The And Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood. Jesse Ventura. Flint. Jim Brown. Uh, right. Sven Torsen. Professor Tanaka. Yes, that's right. Professor Toro Tanaka. Interesting stuff. So... Uh-huh. Previous history with this—I uh, I guess I should pour my Cadre Cola here. Which, for for the record, I went and looked in stores to see if I could find something that I thought was Cadre Cola, and what I came up with was the cheapest possible cola in the store, which was Shasta <laughs> at our local Winco. Um, now, in the movie, a, a can
1: of Cadre Cola was six dollars, so you shouldn't have gone for the low low hey, end. You,
0: I, you really should have gone for the RC Cola, dude. Probably, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because I got a, could have bought two twelve packs for six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, yes. Uh, drinking this stuff reminds me of, of baseball games when I was a kid. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. Whatever, whatever store brand they had, you know, Shasta, right. Cragmont was, the, was one of the local It was always left. the
0: store brand so for the large, like, youth events, right? Yeah. Yeah, because
2: yeah, it was $1.50 yep, for a 12-pack, right? right? exactly. Right. Yeah. So, sometime, <laughs> I, yeah, I remember when I worked at Long's Drugs, 12-packs were like 99 cents sometimes yeah. <laughs> when they went on sale. So, previous history with The Running Man. Colin? Well, I, I saw it when it came out. I watched it on
1: VHS after it came out. Okay. I found the book. Wait, wait, wait. You saw it in the theater? I believe I saw it in the theater. Oh, wow. Nice. That's the thing about being 17. Right. Yes. What about the book? I think I read the book when I'm going to have to go late 80s. It was definitely a checkout from the library, and I was shocked that it was so different. (laughs) This, in fact, this very episode may point to why I have such a problem with,
2: uh, you know, non-canonical, badly adapted movies. James said, do you ever read
0: the book? Uh, No, I have not. My previous experience with this movie was reruns on TNT. Oh, very nice. (laughs) He just
2: says, have not. I think he meant had not previously. You have read the book.
0: Right. No, I had not. There you go. Yes. Uh, yes.
2: <laughs> I was the one slacking. James, read, James read it weeks past. ago. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, my previous history with this, I had never read the book. Ever? Ever? Mm-mm. No, I mean, you know, how many Stephen King books have I read?
0: Well, it wasn't Four? written by Stephen King. Duh. Well,
2: that, that, that might be something interesting for for the non-Stephen King fans out there. Yeah. What, what is up with the Bachman books? Do you know? I don't. Wait, what do you okay. mean, what is up with I them? should.
0: So, um, on the the version I read was a paperback version from the library that actually had a forward written mm. by Stephen King about Bachman. Okay, as as he, he wrote about the his Bachman character is like a completely different person. Interesting. Yeah, and he and he
2: did it. He had the, a different auto, uh, author photo.
0: Yeah, he he created the Bachman character to get himself out of the usual Stephen King uh, template, I suppose. you could okay. say. Okay. All right, because uh, The Running Man was kind of. Uh, different than what he had writ- written previously, like right. what you were saying, right? It's mm-hmm. not horror, really, or any other, thriller like that, right? Mm-hmm. More well, I mean, arguably could be, but anyway, uh, it was something different than he had done completely uh, before, yeah. And he didn't want; he wasn't sure how it was going to turn out, I think, and he didn't want it associated with him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so he wrote it. He wrote it as a completely different person. But then what happened is that um, somebody got an advanced copy and like leaked that it was Stephen King, Mm -hmm. and so he totally just, like, kiboshed the character. (laughs) Right. He was pissed about it, too, apparently. Mm -hmm. yeah.
2: Well, evidently, the sales of the Bachman books went up drastically after it was revealed (laughs) that it was Stephen King. Imagine that. (laughs) Oh, Stephen King! We like this! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, book. Uh, Brand new for me, brand new for James, not brand new for Colin. Yep. So, read it it, uh, 35 years ago. (laughs) Yes, and then you read it, like, a month and a half ago, because we were going to do this Prior to my saying, uh, can we do stowaway instead? Yes. (laughs) So I'm a little hazy. I'm pretty solid on on the general direction of the plot,
1: but I'll be missing a lot of detail. So you you guys have to do something heavy lifting this time. I'll see if I can help fill you in. I enjoyed it. I like it. (laughs) You (laughs) liked the novel? I did. (laughs) Right on. Yeah.
0: I enjoyed
2: it as well. I thought it was fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought it was boringly slow and monotonous. I like the short chapters. Um, yeah. Like it was easy to to make progress in it when I actually sat down and read. Right. Um, part of the problem was my son came home for a month, and so I was just like, I'm not reading anything while he's home.
0: Right. So, <laughs> so that's that's how I like the the short chapters made it feel like it was going faster, and so it, I don't know. I think I did actually read it fairly quick. Hmm. Uh, the the beginning the beginning was a little slow, but. For me, it was extremely relatable because that's exactly how boot camp is. That's <laughs> oh, precisely really? how you're processed into the military.
1: <laughs> so they send you into a luxury hotel, offer you women and beer. and Well, they and don't send
0: you into a luxury hotel, but you do stay at the hotel a hotel night before you're shipped out. Okay. Yeah, because hmm. they don't want you running off, basically.
2: That's right. Uh, so like Colin hinted, there are substantial differences between the book and the film. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of similarities, but James, I think you were right. going to interrupt it. No, it's it's similar.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah from a, from a certain point of view.
2: I think if you look at the very, very core of
1: it, Uh it's it's very, very similar. It's just that all the the, all the the character the characters are all different, even though they have the same names. Yeah, and their motivations are different, and the settings are different. Yeah, (laughs) but but the the themes are there, I guess. Right?
0: Uh, The themes are missing too. Well, okay, fine. Yeah, about. I mean, you you still got like the underground. You still have the underground and the the corporations taking over the world, basically. And
2: yeah, I, I mean, in some ways, right? Like an adaptation of this book would look similar to me to like the Tenth Victim, where where the hunting takes place mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. in the real world. Where in the right. movie, right. it's and we're we're going to sprinkle in stuff about the movie while we're talking about the book. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, where in in the movie, you know, it's in this zone, right? This protected area, mm-hmm. which evidently some people can get into because there were people in there, but right. Um, but yeah, and the the time scale is vastly different as well, right? You get the impression yeah, that yeah. the running man, the game in the movie takes place over a few hours. Uh, yeah, you have 3, hours right, three where, hours, right? Whereas in the book it's 30 days. Yeah. yeah
0: so that's yeah, a Yeah, and here difference. it's more like an arena, so you're more gladiator kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And and they, they they treat it more like gladiator games than very much. Yeah. That was I guess that was the hunters maybe are one of the things I had a problem with the book cuz I didn't really I had a hard time picturing how they would have put all this together in a show <laughs> based on what they had in the book. Sure. But it's didn't... the amazing race, but with murder. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Which is also, so I guess that's a big difference to you writing the yeah. book in the movie is it was more arena style and yes. they had, you had an audience gathered around. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Hunger Games yeah. kind of style.
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Where with the, the games in the book, you know, you can't have you, like I said, the amazing race, right? But mm-hmm. that wouldn't work because you have cameras falling around the people who are right. the runners, and that right. would just give away their,
0: give their away. position.
2: Well,
1: no, yeah, the runners had to film something every day and send it mm-hmm. in, yeah. Which uh, Ben suspected
2: was the way they were tracking him, right? So he got some people to help him mail things from different locations to throw them off the scent. But yeah, he, it was completely
1: wide open. He could go anywhere he wanted. In fact, I think he tr- this, this started mm-hmm. in started on the East Coast. I want to say in Boston. He definitely
0: no, headed he, to Boston. He went to Boston. It From started in somewhere like mid, not Midwest, but a little bit east of Midwest. What do you recall that? Like Illinois or yeah, I think Kentucky? I, or. Was, I don't even know. I'm not sure if it was a fake town or not, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what it said, yeah. where it started. But. I'm pretty sure it was a fake corporation city, uh-huh. but then he headed to Boston and made his way up to Maine. Yeah, of course uh, he did. It's right. a Stephen King book. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah. So the other different thing here is that the games are different because there's not just the Running Man, right? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the movie actually does nod to the fact that there's other shows on the network. Right. <laughs> um, Climbing which, for dollars. Yes, it remind, that reminded me of Bowling for Burgers from uh, from UHF. <laughs> um, but yeah, the treadmill to bucks, where you can only qualify for that if you have like heart, lung, liver, right. some some debilitating debilitating thing where you get the paid for if I'm actually doing it. Yeah, for the longer you can stay. On the treadmill and answer question right. trivia questions in in your area of expertise. <laughs> yeah, which sounds fascinating. Um, dig your grave. Uh, how hot can you take it? Swim the crocodiles. Swim the crocodiles and run saying, for your guns. <laughs> yeah. So here, Richards is a civilian who is out of work um, and probably sterile from the stuff, the kind of work that he does because he works for General Atomics or something.
0: Right. Right. General
2: He's, Electric. General Atomics. Yeah. Motors. Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. General Motors. He is a family man. He's also a complete dick. <laughs> Other than to I mean not to his family, but to everyone else.
1: Well, he's got us. s he's got a sick daughter.
2: Yeah. And they can't afford
1: health care for this this poor girl. Mm-hmm. And so uh, his his wife is prostituting herself out on the street. Yeah. And he finally can't take it anymore, and he goes to decide to join this game show in order to earn some money right. to try and save her life. And then in the process of this whole thing, learns that there's a, now this, this big caste system in the United States. There are the people that c- can afford nose filters and healthcare, mm. and there are the rest of the people that do all the work and the laboring and everything. And Caste. caste. You meant caste. There,
0: there, there is an E on the end of the word but it's pronounced caste system. Caste system? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: hmm. We work with people from India, we know. Gotcha. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they would say the that English word, the-
0: caste. They would. Oh, that's the first thing that came on way too, unfortunately. jeez. Oh, yep. <laughs>
2: Yes, very much uh, different classes, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're the haves right. and the have-nots. I mean, it, it, it's like in any fiction where you have mega cities, right? The people who are higher up are better off, right? Yeah, and, and there are different parts of the city too, right? I mean, that's just reality. Yeah,
1: but the fact that you know that a how she was seven years old or something like that, she was very young, yeah. and she basically had emphysema, mm-hmm. which is something you find in old people that have smoked their entire lives, right? Yeah, because just by
2: living where they lived.
0: Mm-hmm. Without yeah. nose breathers, <laughs> without,
2: without the nose filters, yeah, and and you know the, he eventually meets some some folks who have made a better nose filter, right? That they can make for super cheap instead of the ones that you have to buy from the right from the government that don't work very well.
1: And he, uh, you know, so I, I mentioned earlier, he has to record something every single day in order to stay in his contract. And he begins to talk about all these things and they're editing it all out because he's watching them to see mm-hmm. what they say about him every right. night to see if they're on to him or anything. And
2: Yes. Um.
1: So, yeah, despite the fact he should be a very likable character where he's trying to get his wife out of
2: prostitution and save his <laughs> daughter's life, he's, he's not likable. He's a no, jerk. He, he's a jerk. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he pretty much tells everybody to stuff it the entire time, all the way through yeah. his testing. Right, yeah. he's confident that he's he's fit enough. Well, that, to make that it part
0: I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they're all corporate slugs anyway. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. He gets hooked up with an underground here, so this this is where I I kind of wanted to go through. There's some commonalities with the common DNA between the book and the movie, mm-hmm. um, and like you said, from a super high level thing. If you if you throw out the details of the games, it's quite similar, really. Well, and um, the characters. Yeah.
1: Right? So Ben Richards in the movie is a – He's not a civilian. He's a military guy who will not follow orders to shoot on a crowd of people that are having a food riot. Yeah. And then gets put in prison and escapes from prison and wants to get away and then gets captured and put in Mm -hmm.
2: the game. Well, and that's a a fundamental difference with the games too, right? The Running Man is prisoners that, that get put into it in the movie.
1: Well, prisoners and people that trespass on corporate property and maybe all kinds of people, right?
2: Felons, right? Or convicts, there we go. Not necessarily the prisoners. But so, yeah, you have the network, right? Mm -hmm. Which is super, super powerful, pumping Mm -hmm. their message into your V all the time. I see Yeah, it's all that you can listen to, all you can watch. (laughs) Um, There's the games, obviously. There's the point where he kidnaps a woman (laughs) and (laughs) takes her to the airport. Um, It's very different in the book because in the book, you know, he's he's moving along, he's doing pretty well. And then he gets he ends up getting injured. He breaks his ankle. Right. Right. Um running from the from the bad guys. He he also, of course, perpetrates some fairly horrific things, you know, blowing up a what was that, a hotel some or, or no it was a YMCA. It was YMCA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It burns yeah.
0: Down the YMCA. yeah. Um, <laughs> well it was full of
1: full of, uh, full of police and cops at yeah. that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. And that's the other thing, right? You don't just have the stalkers, right? You have you have essentially the police force hunting you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and
0: ordinary you have civilians have system hunting you down. Yes, you do. And, and ord-
2: ordinary civilians can can turn you in, right? right. Can can yep. phone turn and say, "Hey, I saw him and, and get bonuses." Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's which, all
0: kinds of like aspects stacked against all kinds yeah. of cards stacked against you in the, Definitely. in the book. Yeah, and and you know, there's there's
2: <laughs> science fiction messaging there about how we turn on each other in a totalitarian regime. Yeah. You know, if you go on Twitter and somebody starts to say, I don't like this person. And then somebody in the, the comments will go ahead and at that person uh, to right. Twitter tattle on them. Yeah. Like they, that did not need to be necessarily brought to their attention. Let the person have their gripe. You don't have to start a fight. But yeah, you do. Because it's Twitter.
0: <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then you wonder why I don't bother. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. Social media. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, social media would be a great way to to track this, right? Mm-hmm. To track the people in the game.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. If they did a modern remake of that, it would have to include social media, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, and
1: you know, mobile phones and yeah. So you, they they tell him you have to carry this mobile phone with you and call us every day, mm-hmm. and they would right. know exactly where you are all the time. Yeah, yeah. and he'd,
2: he'd trash it immediately, I'm sure. Right. Or or you know, break the SIM card or something. Something. <laughs> so he he ends up injured. His where his. Ankle is broken. He's also shot at some point, so he's he's yep. in, he's injured in the gut, flesh wound, right? Uh-huh. And oh, he he ends up. Uh, oh, I think that happens the on guy? the plane, right?
0: Oh yeah yeah okay okay yeah. I, can't. I think he's just shot in the gut in the plane. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think he got shot in the arm, flesh wound, like graze wound, whatever. Yeah yeah. When well, he's bleeding out in the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And, um, and he decides to take this woman's, this poor woman's handbag and stuff it into his pocket and pretend that it's some kind of super high explosive. And Mm -hmm. because the games people haven't kept a super good eye on him, they're like, well, I guess we have to take that seriously and we can't just, um, can't call his bluff. Yeah. Um, which I would think they totally could call his bluff, but. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because, because it's not televised in the same way as The Running Man, the movie, they, they they could blow him up off screen and say, he, Right. He blew himself up to try and kill people. And yeah, there's nothing they, we could do about
1: it. They valued too many – they started valuing innocent people all of a sudden. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Um but But
1: they gave him an airplane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that was a good compromise. And then they offered him
2: a, a, a publishing contract, an acting contract. Right. So that's another commonality between the book and the movie, that they offer him that contract. There's some character col- consolidation in the movie and also some character expansion because in the book you have one kind of face of the hunters, McCone. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Where in the, in the movie, you have multiple stalkers, but then you just have the one face of the games, and it's Killian. Whereas in the book, there's you know the head of the corporation, and then there's Killian as well. Right. Do we want to talk about the end of the book? I mean, we usually go full
1: spoilers. Sure. Yeah. In the end of the book, he kills Killian by crashing an airplane into
2: the network the tower, headquarters. network headquarters.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which... Which is why Colin said it was a too bad they gave him that airplane.
2: <laughs> yeah, it ended up not being a real good decision. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's definitely a pre nine eleven book, right? Because you probably don't write that now. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I kind of like a downer ending, and the and the way they they spun that out. I did want to talk about this. They break it to him that his wife and daughter have been murdered. Right. Well, dead. That they're dead. They say they say murdered. Right. Yeah. Because um, they tell him how it happened.
0: But was it worth they- it?
2: Yeah, that's the question, right? Are they telling him the truth? Because right. Killian basically says, Look, you know, we don't expect people to want to work for us if they think that we killed their family. Right. Um, so regardless, you can you can easily put the responsibility for the deaths of his family on the network mm-hmm. um just because people probably knew that money was coming in mm-hmm. and being as poor as they were, I'm sure that could right. cause crime to happen. Yeah. Um but what did you did you think uh no, they just they murdered them?
1: Yeah, I, I think at that point, the entire point was to try and break his spirit, uh, that everything he, he everything he was doing was to try and serve his family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you take that motivation away, no matter what it is, maybe he breaks down and they can get him and they can stop this entire thing before it becomes more serious. It's kind of gotten out of their control. Yeah. Do you
2: think they would have honored the contract? No way. Oh, okay. See, I kind of think they would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were doing the math and going, you know, assuming that they killed his family. Like, if we get the family out of the way, he'll have nothing left to lose. And he'll be, you know, okay, well, I guess I'll come work for you. And it's popular for the ratings. So that'd be good for us. Right. But then he does the math and is like, I got nothing left to live for. So sure, I'll tell him that I'll I'll take the contract and crash into the tower. Make my first day quite a splash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got the impression they were being on the level, but that could just be me drinking the Cadre Cola.
1: Yes. <laughs> The country, oh, wow. yes. Anything else to say about the book? I, I wasn't a fan of the downer ending.
2: <laughs> okay, you um, know, I always want the hero to win. That's me. Didn't well,
0: he win? He, he well, kind I mean, he did. lost everything, I mean, but he also won. Right. He didn't let the corporation win.
2: Yeah, they didn't catch him. Yeah. They didn't kill him. I mean, he was dying anyway, right? I mean, he like was having to stuff his own guts back. That was, that was my. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: he, He's already dead anyway, so he might as well just take it, take down the whole party. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: But really, <laughs> just because he blew up one building with. I mean, it's a big corporation. It's a big government. I don't think he really stopped them. No. No, definitely not. So if he wanted to make like a statement, he made a statement, but then the whole question is, well,
2: what did it mean? Mm -hmm. Well, let's circle back to talking about- That's
0: where the sequel picks up. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Let's
2: let's talk about a new adaptation. You know, um, what do we want to see from that? So don't let me get out of here without- talking about the new adaptation okay so now we're switching to the okay. movie i think we switched to movie yeah. okay right. well, we've been kind of intermingling the two so it's probably a good segue yeah this yeah. this ends
1: differently it's a typical arnold schwarzenegger action yep. ending yep. movie where he gets his revenge on killian right. he gets the girl yes yeah, uh, so i was gonna
0: say he kisses the girl in the end Woo! Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and saved saved mars
0: right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well and you know t- um there's That's a little I was thinking the whole time we're during the airport scene i was like this is like Total Recall. Get your ass yes. to <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Unlike
1: the book, he gets the truth of what's going on out. Right. So there's a slightly larger impact. But even then, you have to ask yourself, right. okay, so they, they killed Killian and they stopped this one show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The entire
2: government. Still exists.
1: And, and and network still exists and is against you.
2: Yeah. But is, is if they have control of the broadcast, that's that's the main thing that the government does to keep the people in the dark, right?
1: They have control of
2: the broadcast until the next satellite comes over. That was said in the the movie. Yeah, don't touch that dial. Don't touch that dial. Yeah, but you you can imagine that it's going to spin out into revolution of some kind.
0: I kind of got the... So now that you're talking about the government in the book, I got the feeling that the corporations weren't necessarily as powerful in the movie because you had the government actually calling the dude Killian, right, and complaining about... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the wrong people dying and, like, all this stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. the generals are going to come after him. It's a
1: contact sport. What do you expect? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I,
0: I kind of got the feeling that wouldn't have happened in the book with the power structure in the book. Yeah. Versus the power structure in the movie.
2: I, I feel uh, like the government and the corporations were one in the book.
0: Yeah. And I think they're not quite one in the movie. That mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah.
2: You're not going to get this kind of
0: ratings with so reruns I, I, Gilligan's I, Island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one with the boat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I feel like the ending or the, in the movie, getting the word out then, and and you had people in the crowd that were like hooraying for uh, For Richards, the, the Richards, yeah. yeah, and the and the movement, the the rebellion.
2: Yeah. if yeah. In the movie, you can you can kind of go, okay, the underground is pretty well organized. Mm-hmm. They're ready to go. All they need to do is get the message – start getting right. the message out, and then the uprising the can really The book was
0: very much more splintered, even though there was still an underground, just more splintered.
2: And everybody who he met who was in the underground gets killed during yeah. the book. Uh, so Yeah.
0: And in the movie, it seemed like they were on the cusp of that rebellion happening. Yeah. And he just put it over the edge. It's he a, sparked it. The yeah. tipping point.
1: The other thing that's really interesting about this whole network thing mm-hmm. is – I'm having some serious Fox News flashbacks. Oh,
0: yeah. Big time.
1: (laughs) Right? So, for those of you that don't know, this movie, this movie was set in 2017. And after only one year of President Trump, (laughs) the economy is tanked, the world is polluted, international diplomacy is gone. Yeah. Um, But this whole idea where- they're they're actively feeding people's desires mm-hmm. by shoving content into them. Mm-hmm. You right. know, this is what they want. This is what we give them, and it pacifies them. Yep. And then they do whatever we want them to do, mm-hmm. which is
2: nothing except consume. All the FNC right. pundits. Yeah, and you know the the part where they show the broadcast about the airport escape, right? The attempted airport escape where no one was injured, but on the broadcast, you know, he cold- murdered two people in cold blood. Yep. Right during during his escape, and the people believe it. And yep. the depressing thing is now, of course, you know, anytime you see a post about COVID or anything on social media, you look at the comments, and there's a bunch of people who just who don't trust anything that's coming out from mainstream media because they have their ICS Channel One telling them something different. Yeah, but yeah. they think we're sheep. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the crazy thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this movie, so I didn't talk about my my history of this movie. I was too young to see it in the theater, but I had a friend my best friend across the street had h b o um and so so I, I watched, you know, kind of some of my first rated R movies other than the TV edit, which I had seen a lot of movies like The Terminator. I'd seen a hundred times on on television, but then I got to watch it at his house after we recorded, you know, taped it off HBO uh, with, with all the uh, nudity, extreme violence and language uh, oh, sure. that, yeah, yeah. that we now take for granted. Um, that was edited out, yeah, back in. And uh, The Running Man was another one that we recorded. That one in like Lethal Weapon – and maybe Predator, and we just watched them on a loop. You know, right. well, so I, so I yeah, yeah, seen them so, so long, many, so many times. Yeah. Leave a weapon, yeah, good, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: the movie is not incredibly financially successful, by the way. Twenty seven million dollar budget only made thirty eight million. So that's still it's not even. It's not even the cost. Yeah, if you count in sort marketing, of. generally you have to do like two x, two and a half x to really make a oh, profit. Oh, do they not
0: count the marketing? The budget? No. Oh. You sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Crappy. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, and, and you know, there's a cut that the theaters get, and that kind of stuff as well. Sure. I didn't, I didn't look up what the uh, tomato meter or anything is. is uh, it was this, like
0: sixty-seven so. yeah, percent. Yeah, it's probably. It, fair. it was on the when we watch it. Uh, what? So it was like sixty. 60- Yeah, I want to say like 60-60, basically. In the 60s for both Tomita Reader and the Popcorn Reader.
2: One of the things I like best about this movie is that it is 110 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It uh, has a couple of choreographed dance scenes in it. (laughs) You could probably cut out and make it 89 minutes, you know? Um, But uh, No way,
0: you can't cut out the show.
2: The pizzazz. Yes. By the way, the the, uh, dancers were all choreographed by Paul Abdul.
0: So, oh, nice! Yeah, So yeah.
1: And we should mention that Killian, Richard Dawson, oh, yeah. was the host
2: of The Family Feud. <laughs> yes. So he knew how to run and talk <laughs> on a game show. He knew Open when time. to growl and when to, to end <laughs> on. I mean, it's inspired casting. And and I mean, this is the one thing we should talk about, right? It's whitewashed from the book, right? Because he is canonically yeah. black in the book. Kill- Killian. Yes, Killian. Yes. Um, and, you know, I have absolutely no problem with it. There, there was nothing, nothing about that character in the book that needed him to be black other than to show that Ben Richards is a little racist, um, maybe, maybe a lot <laughs> racist. Now you would do it with um, oh dang, who's the guy who hosts Fa- Family Feud now? Um, it was Drew Carey for a while, and now it's people who watch this movie now who never watched Family Feud. You don't know what a smarmy. <laughs> I mean, he was a great host yes. in a lot of ways, right? He he dished a lot of attitude. Uh, Harvey, uh, Steve Harvey. He's got two names. Yeah, he does. Um, but you know, he does a good job too of. Dishing out mm-hmm. punishment to the to the contestants when they give stupid answers, <laughs> or, 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 or like you can you can find whole YouTubes of like relationship ending answers on Family View, <laughs> um, that that are pretty funny. And the the show was I, I think like the game show culture is very different from when we were kids, because um, there just there were lots of game shows, but there just wasn't as much television, and so like most oh. families watched a game show occasionally. Yeah, you watched
1: Wheel of Fortune or yeah.
2: Jeopardy, or if you were at home during
1: we the day. We always watch those two. Or if you're home during yeah. the day, the price
0: is right. Price is right. Yep. 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 Whenever I was homesick in school, I always watched Price is Right for like yep. hours. <laughs> or, or the
2: dating game, or or the, the newlywed game, yep. or um, Joker's Wild. Yep. Um, the $25,000 pyramid, later $100,000 pyramid. <laughs> yes. Um, Inflation. Yeah, there were so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There were so many game shows that. You know, people who didn't grow up with Richard Dawson being this guy who kissed every woman who was ever on that show on the lips. Right. And and my parents called him kissy face. Um, <laughs> um, and so just like.
0: So you're, so you're saying there's less game shows now because there's more actual content on TV? Well,
2: there's more content so in general, right? I mean, um, and game shows have largely been replaced by reality shows. Mm. Um, and even most of the popular game shows now have a reality component to them, like American Ninja Warrior is a game show, more or less, right? Oh. American Gladiators, really? um, yeah, okay. yeah in, in a lot of ways, right? You're, yeah, you're no, doing this, you're trying to fair. win money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah um, it's yeah. very it's, reminiscent of the Running Man. It is, yeah. Um, right. American Gladiators. Well, oh yeah, I was going to say, Running
0: yeah. Man has a lot like these arena shows. Yes, yeah. American yeah. Gladiator. I used to watch that one too. That one. Yeah, uh, or American Ninja Warrior. Now is like the mm-hmm. new, Well, there's a lo- one. N- now.
2: It seems like for a long time it was game shows were like word puzzles, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trivia kind of things like Jeopardy or the Pyramid right. uh, game or Password or, or things like that. Or there was like a Scrabble right. game show <laughs> tune. Yeah, um, huh. the, the whole Chuck Woolery pantheon of games oh, yeah. that he had um are you,
0: where, making, are you making a commentary on society now <laughs> eh, maybe and and now they're more
2: tuned to athletic prowess yeah, like like an yeah, american yeah. ninja warrior or like that one where right. um, it's like a game of tag essentially where there's yeah. somebody chasing you that you're trying to get I think past. the
0: operative word you was more into less intellectually based and more yeah. physically based
2: more or less <laughs> so which i don't actually have a problem with it, it, it's mm-hmm. fine i i, I well I don't really like American Ninja Warrior just because I used to watch yeah. Sasuke which was Ninja Warrior on mm-hmm. uh, on whatever it was g4 network or when we had cable okay. where it's the, the actual japanese uh, ninja right. warrior mm-hmm. where it's where the commentary is in japanese well and, that's
0: why they call it american ninja warrior. right Mirka. right
2: but just the commentary was so much better in japanese oh, wow. <laughs> yeah <laughs> the new guys suck so they made changes canonical i, I went mm. eight o'clock in the morning ninja warrior yes <laughs>
1: after all these years you're finally coming around <laughs>
2: yes very much so anyhow let, let's talk about the movie i mean the, the Like I said, the the highlight of the movie is Richard Dawson is killing. He's just perfect. He's a wonderful antagonist. He's a scene stealer almost. Yeah, very much. Yeah, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger is when Arnold Schwarzenegger can't say his name. Arnold Schwarzenegger is is, as Arnold Schwarzenegger does. Yes, pretty much. (laughs) One thing I like about this is if you're going to have a movie where he's going to be taken seriously as someone who's going to dominate at these games, for it to be interesting, you have to have stalkers that are up to the challenge. And most of these Mm -hmm. stalkers are larger than he is, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think it was an interesting choice to pair him with Yafikoto who's bigger than Arnold. I mean, not more muscular, but he's taller. And even the guy who plays Weiss is about the same height as mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger. Um, maybe that's why they had Amber in there, annoying as she was.
1: <laughs> you know she's window dressing because at the very end, she does not expect to be kissed by Arnold Schwarzenegger. He, They're, they're standing looking at each other, and then he grabs her and pulls her in. Mm-hmm. And just for that second, there's
2: a shock in her face. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. She does not expect that to happen. Huh. I really like the movie. So I, I've, I've seen it a hundred times. It's a you fun know. movie. Yeah. yeah. It has some problems. Um, like, like I said, you know, <laughs> the, the running time could be trimmed down a little bit probably, and it would be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, not
0: by cutting out the dancers. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. All right. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's the perfect length. Um, other than that I would cut if, – if I wanted to make this movie better, I would remove the opening crawl because you don't really need it. The, the movie tells you about all of those things. Mm. uh just in its setting right you don't you don't need that information you can you can get it a different way i maybe you could do it as dialogue in the very opening minutes of the movie that might be without an exposition dump um (laughs) it's it's pretty easy to establish that conditions are bad um i yeah i don't i don't think you need that or to even set it in a specific year i think that's a mistake almost always a, a mistake
0: it'd be more like in the near future
2: yeah it would be better I, yeah. I
0: always like always prefer in the near future mm-hmm. yep. after
1: supplies of soil and green have run yeah. out
0: yeah As, you know the, the the opening
2: crawl is not egregious I, I do like the you know when these methods are not enough more direct means <laughs> may be employed um, <laughs> cut to military helicopters right that is the scene that I would cut entirely I would cut that scene out start with Arnold in prison you don't need to know why he's in prison now it gets you on his side what? immediately, but mm-hmm. it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're going to be on his side anyway. Start with him in prison, and then show when in the movie when it shows side by side the mm. the you know it it shows the edited uh, one, and then it shows the leave raw you, one leave later. You hanging until yeah, you,
0: yeah okay, all right, all
2: right, all right, like like the Shawshank Redemption, right? You don't yeah. learn for two thirds of the movie that yeah. Andy's really innocent, right? And they leave you guessing, and you're yeah. still kind of on his side anyway, right? So. That would be what I would do. Hmm.
1: Okay. So yeah, I shouldn't
2: poof on your idea for how to improve this movie.
1: C- continue and tell us more. So you cut the opening scroll and the opening scene and
2: you would change nothing else. Pretty much I would change nothing else. Yeah. It is a, it's a very economic movie. Um, there's not a long credit sequence, right? It jumps right into it. You get you straight from the helicopter scene to Arnold carrying an I-beam right. on his shoulders. And then three minutes later, prison riot. Right. Right? Yeah. Doesn't even establish him in the prison for very long before you've, nope. you've gotten him escaping. Yeah. Check out his neck bombs. Yes. Yeah, so poor Chico. You had to show that they, <laughs> they meant business. Yeah. And it was an excellent effect. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good. Uh, the 80s was good for that kind of thing. I did start writing down uh, one-liners. <laughs> oh, so
0: many, so many of them. Yeah,
2: the first, the first one in the movie is when, when he grabs a prison, the prison guard by the nuts and then picks him up and says, give wow. you a lift. And, <laughs> <laughs> yep.
0: yeah. I, that, that got me thinking, like, how did he never get picked up by WWF? <laughs> yeah,
2: well, a, lo- a lot of the guys in this movie are wrestlers. I know, are wrestlers right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse Ventura, <laughs> mm-hmm, yep. the, the professor. Yeah, the guy, the guy who played Buzzsaw. He um, was, mm-hmm, it was a wrestler. The guy who played Dynamo was a wrestler as well. And an opera singer, so yeah, wow. That
0: that was that that one was odd to me. I'm like, okay, all right, yep. I'm getting the opera in for Sunday. Okay, yep.
2: <laughs> uh, that the guy who played Dynamo actually died in 1987. Okay, he, he was only like 34, something like that. Whoa. Um, so, yeah. Wow. So wow, yeah. that was too bad. Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood. I, I, I believe he is playing <laughs> Mick Fleetwood. I mean, otherwise, why keep his name the same? Who the heck is Mick Fleetwood? <laughs> From Fleetwood Mac. Really? Yeah, that's him. That's uh-huh. him. Okay, oh, damn! Yeah, they oh just gosh. aged him up, right? Okay. Yeah, like you can you can p- compare him there to what he looks like now, and you're like, yeah. yeah, you know, that's not not a bad makeup job.
0: Huh. I mean, obviously, I know the <laughs> name. I didn't think it was the same dude, though. I just figured it was a.
2: I I, I feel like he is playing Mick Fleetwood oh in the movie. Yeah, so
0: <laughs>
1: his name, yeah, the character's name is
0: Mick. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I was wondering though if, if somehow, he gets an inn, <laughs> <laughs> somehow he gets in. Somehow he gets in, but the guy can't act for beans, and so like, okay, we're gonna call him Mick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go go to wardrobe, get whitened up. Right. Yep. Just fine.
2: Yeah. In the introduction to The Running Man Show, Killian talks about how, you know, he can win fabulous prizes like a trial by jury <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, a complete pardon, of course. And then you, they introduce right. Whitman, Price, and Haddad. And it's a solid twist. I, I really <laughs> like that at the end where um, Amber finds the bodies, which, I mean, even if you're the network, you Bruno. you got to know how to dispose of the bodies a little better than just leaving them in an old right. ratty at, at locker room. But <laughs> but why?
1: I guess they're in it's the zone, right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's tw- uh, 400 square blocks of nothing they control except for the rebel encampment. Sure. Or, but, you know,
0: nah, they, they, they have backhoes. They can, <laughs> yeah, That's they, just maybe. hubris. Maybe. They don't give a crap. Yeah, they're, they're like, no one's going to no – they, just, fight. they <laughs> just like the smell.
2: Oh, yeah. They were – they're they probably they not did. smelling anymore. Yeah. No, I like that Amber has to use a card catalog to find the, <laughs> the raw footage. <laughs> <laughs> footage in the raw, we could call it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, of course, we haven't all be back.
1: You have to. It's yep. an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yep.
2: Uh, Only in a rerun.
1: Mix Mix' hmm. best line in the whole movie is "You have the con, Mister Spock." Right. And then the other guy, like, "Who's Mister Spock?" Okay. <laughs> Infidels don't know Gilligan's Island. Don't know Star Trek. Yep. How how civilization has fallen.
0: Mm. Indeed. <laughs> I, did, I did note
2: that uh, several of the stalkers wore appropriate personal protective equipment. Bu- <laughs> yeah. Buzzsaw, Buzzsaw wore both uh, safety glasses and ear protection. Uh, fireball also wore eye protection. Eye
0: protection. Yes. Right. And he had a
2: fireproof suit. Safe fireproof suit. suit. Fireproof suit. Yep.
0: Safety glasses.
2: And yep. a sweet jet, pl- jet pack played by Jim uh, – sorry. Yeah, Jim Brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. NFL. Famous NFL player and activist. I wanted to see Captain Freedom fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. I wanted to see the fun. Captain Freedom versus Ben Richards. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that Arnold and Jesse Ventura were in two movies together in 1987. Mm -hmm. So He's probably like, I know a guy. Yeah,
0: (laughs) pretty much. I ain't got time to bleed.
2: (laughs) Maria Conchita Alonso is incredibly annoying. (laughs) It is her superpower. Um, She's so loud. And and I feel like she was a complete liability the entire time they were in the zone.
0: Well, that was kind of the point.
2: I guess. Yeah. Giving away their position all the time. Constantly yelling and exclaiming. You're saying it's realistic? Well, you're not saying anything. You're just uh, you're just looking at me. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I'm <laughs> thinking, you know, if you're making an action movie in the 80s, you're not going to have a strong female character. You're going to have one who's there for set dressing and whose
2: job it is to carry the information, whether it's the footage. And be annoying. Uh, and well, I didn't find her that annoying. <laughs> yeah. Just like, hey, you know what? We're trying not to get killed here. So maybe you could <laughs> have a nice hot mug of shut the hell up. I feel like in a remake, you would want to rewrite that character a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is important, right? She remembers the uplink code. She's the one who smuggles out the, the raw footage. Right. Maybe maybe you'd make it a little
1: more canonical and you'd make it Ben's wife. We feel like Ben needs a little more inspiration here. So <laughs> we're putting his wife in the zone
2: with him. Right. Maybe. Um, I mean, it, it's true to the book where there, there's a woman who doesn't want to be there, who's kind of his sidekick for a while. Yeah, yeah, the lady with the handbag. You tell them it's full of explosives, right. and that yeah. you saw me put them in there. I did like the, uh, you know, they they think I'm, I'm working with you. They even think I'm your girlfriend. It's <laughs> like we could clear out, <laughs> clear that up. I could strangle you for the home audience.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. And the end of the, in the end of the book, she does kind of go over to his side. So, yeah.
2: yeah, uplink underground. If you don't shut up about it, I'm gonna uplink your ass. And you'll be underground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. It's interesting that when they do finally get into the zone, Sub-Zero comes after them and could have just immediately killed them and then said, right. are you not entertained? <laughs> uh, instead, he toyed with his food for a while.
1: It's for ratings.
2: It is for ratings. Yep, yeah. Yep. yeah. Mean,
1: for all we know, this is the first time that they put somebody in there. Uh, well, I mean, granted, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Yeah. But if you're going for ratings, you, you put in things like chum. Yeah. You yeah. kind of play it out a bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And because you know they're going to win every single time.
2: I guess yeah. that's true. What's your favorite what's your favorite kill? Oh. The buzzsaw one is pretty grisly. <laughs> the buzzsaw one is pretty cool. I love this. Uh, I'm gonna make it a part of you.
0: I'm gonna go with the Buzzsaw one because it le- it enables Schwarzenegger to say he had to split later on. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, and it
1: shows it shows the the, the belt cut clean through. Uh-huh. Wow.
2: Yeah. It's a pretty slow way to I mean he could have just gone for the femoral artery and it would have been over. Oh he but, he got an artery or twelve in there. Yeah. Well, yeah one 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 main art, one main vein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it wasn't the most efficient way to dispatch a stalker. Ben Richards, nothing if not efficient for the ratings. You know, playing yes. up the drama for the cameras.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And
1: I think in the end, that's what happened with the crowds. The crowds were used to being shown things they should cheer for, and all of a sudden right. they have the common man, even though he's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Right, of course, right. I think subconsciously they all maybe know that they're all the other people are bad guys as right. well. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, hey, he's just another bad guy, just not your yeah, bad
2: guy yeah. this time. Apologies if that pour made it into the.
0: That's right. I've been clinking mine the entire time. So yeah. Yes.
2: Because you gave me a metal straw. <laughs> Take a sip of Cadre Cola here. Yep.
0: I did it on purpose. I sabotaged Drink you. Drink the Kool-Aid. Oh yeah. Drink your cola.
2: <laughs> it is very sweet.
0: So if that was your
1: favorite kill, what was your least favorite kill? Hmm. Dynamo. Dynamo. I can
2: see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wearing the suit full of light bright. Right. right. <laughs> Which was awesome. <laughs>
0: I believe really the most one was probably Fireball. He just blew up. I'm like, eh, kind of saw that thing.
2: He did kind of go out like a chump. Yeah, the shootout at the end definitely kills dozens of. I won't say innocent people because they were there to root um, right the stalkers into you know murdering people. Dozens yeah. of audience members. Yeah.
1: Although uh, the the resistance didn't kill a single one of them. No, they were all collateral damage from the the network people with mm-hmm. guns.
2: Right. Even even when Arnold was shooting from the hip with dozens of people behind <laughs> one of the bad guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like at some point somebody said, "Hey Arnold, if you shoulder that rifle, you'll be able to aim it better." And he's like, "Yeah, but I can I can hit by just swinging back and forth."
0: <laughs> Spray and pray.
2: And when yeah. he like full arms it, I did like that. I mean, that's yeah. if you got if you got an Arnold Schwarzenegger in there, you want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I thought it was interesting uh,
1: Sven. Mm-hmm. Sven is Killian's bodyguard in the movie, mm-hmm. and he's treated like crap the oh, whole yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to it, Sven comes walking down the hallway and Killian thinks he's he's been saved, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sven, is there anything you'd like to say to the guy? <laughs> I have to go and score some steroids. Right. And then he walks away. It's like, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it's nice
1: little yep. comeuppance at the end. Because mm-hmm. Killian is this nasty two-faced bastard.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: One of the janitors bumps into him on the opening scene and he goes, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. They get in the elevator. If that guy's working here tomorrow, I'll have you pushing them up. Right. <laughs> and that tells you everything you need to know about Killian mm. right there.
2: Yep. Deepfakes. They use, they use deepfake technology to make it look like Richards was killed by Captain Freedom. Yeah. Are you ready for pay? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Freedom's workout. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've said how I think the movie could be made better just from from holding back on the reveal that Richard really is innocent. You can have him protesting his innocence the the whole movie and be going, well, I guess I believe him because he's Arnold. Right. But, you know, show it later. I, I, I like that better. But it's okay. I still love the movie. Um, remake. There is supposedly a remake in the works with Edgar Wright on board. That's anyway. right. Um, I don't know if it's going to hew closer to the book.
0: Right. According
1: I to the articles I read online, that, that's part of the idea. Hmm. And even what we've talked about here, I think you could make it closer to the book mm-hmm. and almost mm-hmm. blend the two. Yeah. I don't know that – a not being a big fan of the book mm-hmm. um, or the story <laughs> in the book, I, I would like it to hue a little closer to the movie where there's like a little – it's a little uplifting at the end. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or maybe they can show that, you know, the taking down of the corporate building is the beginning of the resistance. And
2: yeah, that, that has, that has some kind of turnaround to it. But again, that's, that's okay. not in the book. The, Cause this is what I wanted to ask you is like, you, you're you usually a, just do the book and do it well. But here you're like, yeah, but if we can, if we change a couple of things, a couple tactical things in here, then I like the story better.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not a fan of the downer ending. Yeah. That's true. In general, mm-hmm. and this one in specific, uh, I, I keep thinking about the, st- the statistics that you compiled a while ago where <laughs> I appeared to like books canonically more than I think that I do. Or no, like uh, movies more than – that I tended to pick the movie more than I thought that I would. And I think yeah. it's because in several instances, I disliked the entire thing so much I went with the thing with the least amount of pain yes. to
2: experience it. <laughs> yep. so. And the converse is true as well, right? <laughs> where it's if, if there's something good, you want more of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time seeing how they'd pull this off unless – I mean, if they go future from here, right? If they went with current technology mm-hmm. and it's like The Amazing Race, um, you know, there there are people who probably catch racers in The Amazing Race on their phones, you know, and, and could post that online and probably get it right. taken down by CBS. Um, <laughs> we, we own that footage even if you shot it. Where if you if you tried to do it now, I have a hard time seeing how someone could stay hidden for 30 days. Um, now the advice in the book to him was stick with your people stick with the poorer people um you know the kind of the the lower strata of society because a they probably won't turn you in and b it's harder to track in those parts of town with ubiquitous yeah. cell phones and that kind of stuff it would you know they they'd be able to track him really easily now in the movie in the movie that we have they mm. injected a tracker into him yeah. right right so yeah. they always knew where they were
1: well and um, not 30 days three hours yeah not. Free roam across the United States, mm-hmm. but and in 400 square blocks yeah. quadrant,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah quadrants,
1: and there was enough destroyed city they could do that.
2: Yeah, so in in a remake, do you want to see them go with the longer, you know, the just out in society trying to to pass? I mean, some of that's fun, mm-hmm. right? Where he he puts on the costume of the like bucktooth old guy and the yeah. the, the, the mostly blind, <laughs> blind priest. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, and he's yeah he lives in that church for mm-hmm.
2: several weeks, I think. and and that's where you can't. You really cannot uh, put cast and Arnold Schwarzenegger in that kind of movie where somebody needs to right. blend in. Yep. Yeah. You need an everyman. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. Ar- defend like defend Arnold Schwarzenegger- defend defend.
0: in a spy movie probably. Yeah. More case. or less. Yeah.
2: Um, because in this one, right, he he puts on that Bob the Builder costume at some yeah. point when when they oh, after right. they uh, disconnect the neck things, <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. need you need someone more non-des- nondescript, and that's why mm-hmm. you know in Arnold Schwarzenegger adaptations, like in Total Recall, right, they couldn't have him be an office worker and have us believe it, right? right. He he needed to be a heavy machinery guy to explain his muscles, yeah. So you, you cast him. There's necessary changes to the script to make it make sense right
1: so yeah maybe maybe you bring the idea of the resistance into the forefront and you keep the idea that they have to check in every day Mm -hmm. right and they're 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 told it's through an anonymizing website or whatever so that you can upload your stuff without a problem Mm -hmm. but the resistance needs the runners because they are the best chance they have of getting the truth out about what's really happening in the world right right even though i don't know but they can just edit everything out they're If you could make those runners somehow important to the resistance Mm -hmm. or a runner somehow important to the resistance, like maybe maybe Ben Richards is an ex-network executive Mm. who knows enough that they can leak damning evidence out. And so, they want him in
2: particular. And so, the resistance gets him and tries to hide him. And Well, or like there's, you know, where you have to submit the video. There's a way to – you're piecing together a piece of code in each video. Onto the network computers. Mm. That's going to allow the the, <laughs> the resistance to exploit it later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where where they're yeah. When once mm-hmm. once he hooks up with them, they're, they're like, hey, put put your video in this wrapper, you know. Yep. Run run this preset on it in, in Audition or Audacity, and it'll it'll <laughs> add this encoding to it that we'll be able to exploit, um, because or or like they need to find out where the uplink is, right? Mm-hmm. Where they can find that uh, using some kind of tracing program, right? Because yeah. so you can so never so exploit,
1: exploit those reason. things remotely. No. Not of like pipeline not. controls or
2: nope.
1: nuclear <laughs> centrifuges <laughs> <Right>. or.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it, if we ever do get the, the new adaptation, we'll have to do a, a one off episode to talk about it. Yeah. So. Definitely. Kind
1: of like the one that we're going to do about doing someday.
2: Yes. Hopefully, hopefully so, later this year. Hopefully, theaters are still open by October. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wrap it up. Yep. Final thoughts. Rank them. Rank them. Rank them. Hmm. Go for it,
1: Colin. I, I have to go movie book. <laughs> I, I figured it was it was trending
0: that direction. Yeah,
2: what about you, James? I'm
0: gonna go book movie. I oh,
2: I, I kind of had a feeling that might be the case. Yeah. Um, I go movie book as well, just because <laughs> right. I I adore this movie. Uh, it, this is my son's favorite Arnold movie.
1: Oh, cool! Yeah. Really?
2: I mean, he's seen quite a few of them. He, we uh, watched, we watched this and Predator in the same episode, and I'm like, he's gonna love Predator. Everybody loves Predator. Predator is rad. In yep.
0: your set that you just listed off, like ten minutes ago, or whatever, a Predator is my favorite. Yeah, I think. Yeah,
2: like, yeah, yeah, I. I think Predator was mine as well. I think Commando landed yeah. last, just because it's just ridiculous. They just don't make movies like they used to. The, yeah, the best
1: way to watch Commando is with the TNT adaptation where they have the kill counter scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is the way to do it. <laughs> ding, ding
2: ding ding ding. I do ding, love yeah. I do love the score in that movie with with the uh, the metal drums and stuff. Oh, I, I, I yeah. like that. Um, where I I didn't mention the music in this movie is by Harold Faltermeyer, who also did Top Gun.
0: What was saying the music in this movie it was fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot to like about this movie, and it's not super. It's definitely not one of Arnold's top rated ones. Obviously, T2 no. usually tops the yeah the list. Um, but uh, it's just fun, cool, right? So we have been talking for a while about what we're going to do next. I'll put that in the Blooper reel. So if you are interested in that, you can listen to it. And if you're not, then fine, um, skip it. <laughs> then then clearly you need to drink more Cadre Cola. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and and stoke up a doke because rich blokes smoke dokes. Yep. So, thanks everybody for listening and uh, until next time, we'll leave you with a standard blessing. May the road rise up to meet you and may the book always fall open to where you left off. Bye, everybody. Adios. Now we're going to enjoy some more Cadre
0: Cola. Do you want a straw? Do you you want your clacking of ice? I suppose. Okay.
1: No, I'm good. Most of my ice ice melted. No. Ooh, metal straw.
2: Ooh, very nice. You can kill somebody with that. Are, the, are these mule straws?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure that makes a whole heap of difference in the sound. Oh, because you're clinking the straw. <laughs> clinking the straw, <laughs> clinking the ice. Well, That's okay. Cool. Right. <laughs> Cadre Cola was a must. Yes. We, we so very rarely have soda, soda pop, yeah. whatever, you know.
0: Immediately, neither. Yeah. Fizzy
2: water. Like Colin hinted, substantially different story altogether between the book and the novel. There are some well, commonalities. I, what did you say? Between what and what? I said between the story and the book, didn't
0: I? <laughs> you said between the book and the novel. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh,
2: the power of editing. All right, I'll put that one in the outtakes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. No more mysterious laughter. All right, I'll, I'll try that again. <laughs> Pause. That is the one negative thing. Right. Ice maker? We must have used Fred, it Freddie
0: the foghorn. <laughs>
2: Harvey. The guy's name is Harvey. Um
0: Weinstein. No, something <laughs> Harvey.
2: Ah, dang. Okay. Um he Steve. Did, Steve Harvey. I snapped. Sang it. Is that it? No, I snapped. <laughs> You're gonna have to oh. cut that out. Oh. no nah, I can keep I can keep the, the snap in there. Title alone gets two snaps up. And my favorite insult though.
0: Shut up, Freddie! <laughs> is it Freddy? Yep, Freddie the
2: <laughs> I'm curious if that'll come through. Put that in the outtakes. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have to talk about what we want to do next because we've we've got a couple ideas. We had somebody ask for one. I think we're wrapped, right?
1: I think we're pretty wrapped. Yeah. Right?
2: yeah. Um. Somebody asked for when worlds collide. When worlds collide, right? Which is a hard one to tra- trace down. The book.
1: Oh. Yeah. I mean, I you can buy it online for. $10. Oh, that's right. We can buy it for like eight bucks on
2: yeah. on Kindle or Nook. So. We could
0: do foundation at some point soon. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we typically
1: stray. Wait, we don't cover a lot of
2: series though yeah
0: we haven't done um yeah.
2: oh yeah you're right if there's not if there's, there's a not a movie anymore. i mean there, there's been ones where like day of the triffids we, we I forgot covered it was a coming of out as a
0: series on a movie My yeah bad. i wouldn't mind doing it yeah <laughs> it just looks know. really cool though
2: <laughs> yeah i mean we could do it I, I wouldn't mind it i've i've uh i'm not a big fan of foundation yeah uh, uh, the book series but uh
1: um, i like it
0: yeah. i liked it i still do like it i yeah, was we, I was just gonna try and read the first book before i saw watch the show on apple tv yeah you should when does it come out uh, I think it's, it's this fall, right? Yeah. Wow.
2: The other thing that we've been we've been talking about a couple other shorter things just cuz I've got I've got a mountain of reading right now because uh mm-hmm. uh Emmanuel who joined us for Slaughterhouse 5 yeah. w- on the Hugo's show he's we're going to cover uh, Blackout and All Clear which are set in World War 2 but it's two full-length novels like 400 plus yeah. page novels. Yeah. Um the, the, accounts for one winner, because it's just basically two halves of the same book. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, interesting. <laughs> and yeah, I've got that. I've got A Fire Upon the Deep, some other long reading. And so, I'd like mm-hmm. something shorter or something that I can review mm-hmm. um, on audio or 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 that's a quick read. Um, yeah. And so, that's where, for a long time, I've wanted to do The Lightning Thief by Rick Riordan. Uh, by the way, I looked up how to pronounce his name. Riordan. I saw saw him pronounce his own name. Okay, um, cool. That's a fun one, just because it's such a famously bad adaptation. <laughs> It's really it, – it'd be fun to talk about where it went wrong or what it did what it did wrong. There's lots of ways to go wrong. Right? Oh, sure. And there's lots of ways to go right, but um, it would be interesting. And there's a forthcoming adaptation of it, but I don't know when that's actually going to show up. Um, but we could do it in advance of that, or we could do something like Button Button from Richard Matheson, which is a Twilight Zone episode, and yeah. also a full-length movie, and that's one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes. Button Button? Button Button, yeah. Okay. It's in the okay. – uh, Best of Richard Matheson, which I believe we both have on Nook. I know I have it. Okay. Yeah. Short story, short Twilight Zone, right. full-length movie that probably adds stuff that didn't need to be added.
0: <laughs> Needlessly add stuff.
2: Well, and but, you know, Button Button has some
1: themes in it which are really applicable to people's decisions today in the middle of this. Very pandemic. much. Yes. <laughs> um, speaking personally, I would rather hold off on the lightning thief until it's closer to release. Okay. You know, and maybe we can you know help generate some interest in it for people that wouldn't normally pay attention to
2: it yeah cool and then at some point you know when worlds collide would be nice to do but it's a full-length novel i need a little little more time so uh anyhow yeah i'll, I'll put that all that in the cool in the end in the doobly so um